Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Are we live? Can you hear us? Is everything okay? Oh, we're getting feedback from the radio. So we're trying to figure out how not to get the feedback. So we're going to do this. Is that better? I can hear me. I mean, I can't hear me, but hopefully you can hear me. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Another one of those technical issues we have to look at. But today we have a very special guest, Mr. Jonathan Small, is on uh, air with us this morning. He's a podcast aficionado. So we're going to ask him for some tips and tricks on this stuff too. But that's not why he's on here. Um, anywho, where are my readers? I can't see a damn thing. Oh, funny you guys. Oh, I guess it helps. So how's everybody doing out there? Guess what? Oh my gosh, where are they? I need them quick. It's that time. It's Christmas time. Oh, you need to shake the whole, shake the whole bucket. There's so many bells in here now. You can just shake the bucket for Christmas. Welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday Christmas show. Just kidding. It's not. I'm not really Christmas yet. Not yet. But it's just make you nervous. Because this used to be a sound when you were little. You got all excited. Now I'm getting glared at right now. I just got an arrow shot through my right eye. Shots through the heart. Shots through the eye. Anyway, um, yeah, when you hear those bells now, just smoke a bong. <laughs> Throw in an edible. Do that. Get your spliffs, your blood. Get something out to bring that energy down. Christmas time is crazy, and especially right now, folks. It's hard times. These are hard times. Um, you're hearing something. Oh, wow. There's a ghost. The ghost of Christmas futures coming on to the radio show. Now I can actually hear it coming out of my computer. That's very bizarre. Yeah, there's a feedback. Maybe it's in here. All right. Well, we're just going to, I am going to hang up my own uh, host call <laughs> and see if if that doesn't work. So while we're waiting for Jonathan uh, Small to come on there. Let me do a little bit, uh, let me read a little bit about him. Um, let's see here. Jonathan Small <clears throat> is editor-in-chief of Green Entrepreneur, a website and magazine focused on the cannabis industry. He's also founder of Strike Fire Productions, a podcast production and consulting firm. Boy, you can strike our fire over here. An award-winning journalist, he hosts the Green Entrepreneur and Right About Now podcast and contributes articles to the New York Times, Good Housekeeping, TV Guide, and many others. Jonathan served as VP of Content for the Game Show Network. He has held senior editing positions at Glamour and Cosmo, where he wrote the Jake and Guy Guru columns. Wow. That's absolutely fantastic. So let's wait for uh, Jonathan to come on. I think he was on air just a bit ago. Uh, call back in if you're still out there, Jonathan. I'm not sure what happened. I hung myself up, and you got hung up as well. So that's not good. Blog talk. Let me go. Yeah. 
keep been trying to have a chat with them. Uh, it's not working. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in to Weekday Wednesday, everybody. And let's see if these work this morning. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your health lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. All right, give us a call. I'm glad that worked. Sorry, go <coughs> well, my nose really quick, folks. Winter here, that's what, 50? 37? 32 degrees. I don't know. It's really cold out there. The desert gets cold. People people don't know that, and they don't think about it. But uh, the desert gets super cold. Yeah. Anyway, you're in the super cold desert right now, and you want to uh, come and get served. Oh, same as Buffalo, New York. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Um, if you want to come down and get certified for your medical cannabis card, uh, you can check out TumbleweedCellCenter.com. Check out the certification section. And you, there's a little square, rectangle, whatever that is, says book appointment. Click it. You can book your appointment right there. Uh, if you have or suffer from any of these conditions or you're taking a medication that makes you suffer from these conditions, it's a better way of saying that, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which has is the whole range, fibromyalgia, DDD, um, leg cramps, all the pain. It's just all the pain. Severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, which uh, runs the gamut to dementia and everything else in between, um, cachexia and wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, which most likely fall under uh, that condition, but if you have any one of those conditions... If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. We are happy to answer any and all questions you might have. Um, the only question that we can't answer is what the heck is going on with Prop 207, because we have no idea. I don't think anyone has any idea. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Neither does Prop 207. We'll tell you this, it's not coming out this year, so don't start planting because you're going to get in trouble. And don't start buying ounces off the street either because you're going to get in trouble for that too. Next year sometime, and I, I seriously, I bet they're going to do a 420 thing. Yeah, that would be that would be the way to go. All right, well, here's the way to go. Let's introduce to you, um, again, Jonathan Small. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How can are you, you hear me? Good. I can. It's, can you hear very me? Very nice to That's meet you. Question. Okay, you can. Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> and it's very, very nice very to meet fancy. you. And I apologize now. Um, we're going to have a delay here, so um, it's you're going to have to consult with us after the show. <laughs> on the best podcast uh, platform to use. So welcome to our platform for today. And if it does get awfully quiet, just give me one moment. I'll call back in as my own host and get you back on air. It happens quite often. But thank you for being here today. We appreciate it. Okay. I thought it was I thought it was the bong hit this morning. But okay, there's a delay. <laughs> was that your bong hit or mine? <laughs> Both. I, I, I Yes. But it, it explains something. <laughs> it's a double bong hit delay. I love it. <laughs> so you, Jonathan, you've done everything, and now you're into the green business. Tell us how you got how you got here. I, I read your your brief, very brief bio. I'm sure it could go on for years and years 
Uh, it's an honor to have you on the show. I have many questions not related to cannabis, of course, after reading your bio. <laughs> um, uh, but <clears throat> for, um, tell us about yourself and how you got into the into the wonderful world of cannabis, um, because it's an honor to have you here this way. Yeah, well, thank you again for having me on the show. And um, yeah, I, you know, I wish I had one of those really heartfelt uh, or heart tug at your heartstrings type stories about how I got to cannabis. Like so many of the people that I meet who are in the business have these wonderful stories. Um, I sort of fell in it by accident. I, I'm a journalist by trade, although I've, as you will find out, I've done a lot of different things in my career, but um, I was um, uh, at the time out of work. Uh, this was about three years ago. And like everybody else had been laid off and was, you know, struggling with the economy, but was doing a lot of freelance writing. And I always say, don't burn a bridge because a guy that I had hired, this is a young buck, um, you know, 25 years earlier, or not 25, but about 15 years earlier, uh, called me up and said, Hey, you know, I'm now the editor in chief of entrepreneur magazine. And I'm wondering if you might be interested in in writing about cannabis for us, um, you're out there in Los Angeles, the hotbed of the hotbed of cannabis. And so I said, yeah, that, that sounds really interesting. I mean, you know, I, I dabble, but I don't know a whole lot about it. But let me, let me, let me, you know, I'd love to get on the beat. And he started giving me some assignments and I started digging in pretty deep into the world of cannabis. And it was just um, become, it had just become recreationally legal in LA or was about to become like I'm in Los Angeles and um, mm-hmm. one thing led to another and one story became 10 stories and, you know, 10 stories became 20 stories. And then the company um, decided that, you know, there was a lot of entrepreneurs wanting to get into the cannabis space and they thought, you know what, let's start a whole website um, about cannabis. And that started. So I was made put in charge of this website and then they said, you know what, there's more than just a website. I think there's a magazine in here, like a print magazine. There's so many people that want to read about cannabis and want to learn about how to get in the business or just understand, you know, the lifestyle around cannabis. And so um, I was suddenly put in charge of the magazine as well. And, and here we are, you know, three years later now, I guess I'm quote unquote an expert, um, but I'm learning so much every day. I mean, there's so much to learn. <laughs> there's so much to learn. And um you know, I'm so happy that I got that call when I did, um, and and here we are, and I'm really I'm really enjoying it. So you were not a cannabis user prior to to this introduction. I was, or? but I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I'd love. To, I I'm, I wasn't. I was sort of experimenting with CBD. I was. I always had the occasional cannabis, but I wasn't like a regular user. I wasn't mm. um, somebody who you know lived and died by the plant probably more of an active user now. Um, I sort of have to be for the job, job requirement, you know, I mean, it's, it's a tough job. Well, um, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was my other question. You said you were, um, you were asked to do these assignments, quote unquote, what were these assignments <laughs> that led you into Yeah, this? going under I mean, did cover. you have to go yeah. smoke a pound of grass? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? You know, it was up to me. It was, they would basically say, yeah, they would, it was up to me. And so um, sometimes I would, Um, other times I would just go and investigate, you know, what was going on. Like, why is it, you know, why is Los Angeles such a disaster area when it comes to, you know, um, getting your, your license and opening up a dispensary or, you know, I would go and meet really interesting uh, people who were getting into the business for the first time. And, um, uh, you know, I, it was a, there were, it, back when we could travel, there was quite a bit of travel involved. Mm-hmm. I was going to all the different conventions all over the country. There's so many, you know, cannabis and uh, conventions, as you know, everywhere all over the country. Um, and um, really just like learning about it um, from various from various people. And I, I met I, you know, I have met so many interesting folk that are that are both users of cannabis and also in the business of cannabis. And it really is like it's less so now, but three years ago, it really was the wild west where it was just like, if you had a good idea and you liked, you know, weed, there was, there was an opportunity for you to, you know, break into this business. And so as far as like an entrepreneurial take, which was really what I was focused on, there were so many stories of people, um, you know, coming up with ideas and then putting them into practice and making money and then, uh, and then 
subsequently failing and going out of business because a lot of people have gone out of business right. that have been in the weed, you know, in the weed trade. So yeah. it's, it's been it's been kind of like I was there for the gold rush, the green rush as we call it, and then mm-hmm. I've also been there for the uh, for the recession, um, which we were we were it would, had really hit us before COVID hit, and then and then it kind of took another nosedive, and now it's back up and back down, and it, it's just kind of all over the place. It is all over the place. It's interesting. We just celebrated our nine-year anniversary. We're a certification. Congratulations. Center, so we don't. Well, thank you very much. We're very proud. It's been a long, crazy run. <laughs> we need to write a book. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we have seen, like you said, you know, people have these great ideas. They get in the business real quick. They make a lot of money, and then they spend more than they make, and then they fail, and businesses pop up, businesses go down. Um, what have you seen as a way for businesses to make successes down in L.A.? Because that, that is a crazy place, and they had a, a dispensary every other house down there. <laughs> I used to live in yeah, L.A. <laughs> we still do. Oh, yeah, so you know. Um, you know, one of the things, I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a cliche, but it really is so true, particularly with cannabis. I mean, everybody you talk to that's in the cannabis business will say, without a doubt, the same thing. This is the hardest business I have ever been in. It is absolutely, without a doubt, and it's all these people that have come from all these. Nobody starts. Amen. Cannabis, so they've, they've <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> exactly. They say well, it's the, the hardest business. Well, the ones in Humble County do. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. There are some babies. Yeah, there are some babies born into this. <laughs> the lucky oh, babies. that's good. That's good. It's like being born on Mars. Yeah. 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 So there are some people right? that are. <laughs> but um, but you know, so I think one of the sort of key aspects is if you don't have a passion for the plant, um, if you're just in it to make a quick buck or even just to make bucks at all, and you have absolutely no interest in the plant or or a passion about what it can do and how it can help people and change people's lives you're probably not going to make it because you're just not going to have the interest um, to get you through these, all these hurdles. I mean, why would anybody, you know, want to get in this business if they don't really feel like, you know, because there's going to be so many highs and lows and you're going to lose so much money uh, from the odds on the onset that it, it really, you do need to have that passion. And so one of the nice things about this business is when you talk to people who are successful in it, most of them are so passionate about what they do and have such great stories about, you know, why they're in the business. Usually it's, you know, the cannabis saved my life or it saved the life of a loved one. I, you know, I just talked to, a, I mean, I talked to so many um, vets um, who are, you know, you know, people who are have, suffering from PTSD or depression or whatever it is, anxiety, um, uh, you know, cancer, you know, all these people who have, whose lives have been changed or altered by this plan, and it really gets them through the hurdles. So it, that is one thing that I definitely see in terms of success. Um, also, people yeah. who have focused, you know, people who have really focused in on one aspect, you know, not trying to do too much too soon, mm-hmm. you know, that I, you know, I'm really passionate about this one part of the business, and I'm really going to dive in. I'm not going to try to be a CBD and flower and vape and do all these different things. And, um, you know, I've kind of focused in on one, you know, facet of the business tend to do a little bit better. Um, but, you know, yeah, listen, if I had the magic, if I had the magic, <laughs> uh, you know, solution, then I would be a millionaire because uh, I, because um, I've thought about Wait, myself you're getting into the business. No, I know. I'm just a lowly oh, journalist. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, tumbleweed. Yeah. Yeah, no right? millionaire here. Uh, I've, I've got a lot of million million dollar ideas, but uh, none of them have been. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Good. Make them billion dollar ideas. That's where the industry's going. Yeah, I know. Millionaires. Have... Almost, I was when I said that I felt like um, the Austin Powers would be a millionaire. I almost feel like that sounds that sounds so date a millionaire. I want to be a billionaire. I know, right? <laughs> Everyone has a million now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a million. That's the thing to have. I mean, that's just, you know, jump change. Um, that's awesome. What So what What are one of the most interesting stories? Because I'm sure you've been into, 
everybody's – have you been into grow rooms? Have you been to the farms? Have you been – you've been in dispensaries yes. for sure, but have you been to the bigger – have I've you been, been to many a dispensary. I've been to dispensaries. I have been to illegal grows. I've been to legal grows. I've been to the biggest dispensaries in the world and probably the smallest dispensaries in the world. Um, you well, know, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, whatever. I've it's not like I'm, I'm not like <laughs> I'm sure you've been to those too. Um, you know, interestingly, I haven't been to many, and I haven't. I spent a lot of time in Arizona, but I've never. Uh, when I was younger, that's a whole other story. Um, but I, but, um, but especially Tucson, especially Tucson, you, you guys are in Tucson, right? Um, but yeah. have not, but have not spent a lot of time, um, at the, in the, in, and I guess because it's, it's just medical now, but, um, I'm excited mm-hmm. about, about Arizona when it, when it does open up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of a, of a, of a really great story. I mean, you know, there's that family, are they out of Arizona? No, I think there's Southern California where, um, you know, it's a father and son team and, you know, there's a lot of like family businesses, which is still nice. And I, I remember, you know, the one story of these guys, you know, they were, the father had just been fired. The kid was just getting out of college and he saw some documentary on YouTube about growing weed and he went to his father and said, dad, we got to get into this business. And dad's like, are you kidding me? I'm not getting into the weed business. I just paid for your college education. And somehow he convinced his father you know, who was kind of down and out in his luck to to start, to start a business. And they had to sell, they had to sell their, their, they had dirt bikes. They had to sell their dirt bikes to raise money to, to grow their first plant. And wow. they, um, they, they did that. They made a lot of mistakes. Um, and then they started getting, you know, some calls, of, you know, for, for their plant. So one plant became two plants and then two plants became three plants. They started doing all the deliveries themselves you know, driving all over Southern California, they're down in the, in the San Diego area. Um, and, you know, uh, and this business scaled and scaled and scaled. Now it's like a, it's like a multi, multi-million dollar business. Um, it's called okay. Platinum, Platinum Vape. Um, but, you know, and a lot of those kinds of stories where people kind of give up everything to, to get into it. And then, you know, they, they, they had the sort of advantage of being early that, you know, sometimes it's just timing, right? You're just, you're just first, mm-hmm. first to the, first mm-hmm. to the bell. So they were, they were super interesting. Um, God, it'll come to me. It's kind of early here in Los Angeles. It'll come to me some, some other fascinating <laughs> it uh, is. story. To really just give me, give me a few well, cups of coffee and I'll be regaling you with tales. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Coffee, tea. I've eaten some eggs and a bong. I'm ready. I was ready. <laughs> You're ready. Even my cat. I'm ready. Is of course, like, why are... <laughs> my cat is looking at me right What's now. Like, why are you up? What... Yeah. Well, my cat. Yeah. I'm here Where's in my my uh, room with my cat. He's, he can't believe it that I'm up this early. He's shocked. He's looking at me like I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, why are we not sleeping? What's What's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, come on. Take another bong hit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. So how did you how did you learn how to make your website? Who how did you get into that? They just said, "Here you go. Here's the website. Do it." Yeah, I um, I mean, so so Green Entrepreneur is part of Entrepreneur, um, which is Entrepreneur Media. It's been around for like forty years. It's a pretty big publishing company when people when publishing companies were actually big, um, and they have a magazine that a lot of people have read for years. And so they already had all the infrastructure. I was pretty lucky in that regard. Like I've started my own yeah. businesses from scratch, um, which we can talk about later. But I, so this was something that I, I, I wish I could tell people, oh, I did it all myself. No, I had a team, a small team, but a, a team of people that were already in place um, that worked for Entrepreneur in Irvine, California, and they, they put it together. So they, they basically used the template that they were using for, for other for the for the main entrepreneur.com website and uh, just put it into practice. So I I definitely was blessed to have that because I could never figure out how to do this on my own. I, I've tried I've tried to start my own website. I've been in digital media now for you know the last 10 15 years. So I know how hard that is. I wish I could give people advice on that. I've I've done it on my other. You know I have a lot of side hustles. I think we all do these days. With, uh, <laughs> 
the way the economy is. So I definitely have started websites on on the side and you know use Squarespace and that kind of thing. But uh, this this was a this was a different level because this is a pretty um, complicated website. Side hustles, I love that. Side hustles, fantastic. Are, I'm all. I'm all about side hustles right now. I'm, I try to encourage even people in the cannabis business to have side hustles, whether their their side hustle is the cannabis business or whether uh, they have to, you know, supplement their income, um, uh, you know, in addition to what they're doing in cannabis. I think that the sort of idea now that we all just have one job that we do all day is like it's just not it's just not that way anymore. You know, I mean, it's, it's I've had no, to teach it's... myself, yeah, that that's that's not the way it is. I mean, that's the way I was raised. You know, I'm, I'm 50. So I'm, I'm an old man at this point. And, uh, oh, no. it, it really isn't. Say that. <laughs> Sorry. I just turned 50. I'm, I'm so much that means I'm an old woman. Oh no, you're not. You're, you're young. I mean, Arizona will keep you young. Uh, that Tucson air, that dry air. Weed um, will keep you young. <laughs> yeah. Weed. That's true. We're talking about weed. Tumbleweeds will get, will keep you very young. And, and, and no, it's true. Um, yeah, you've done it. You've, yeah. you've, you've, you've said, yeah, a little weed, a little bit of that desert sun. Yeah. You're, you're going to be living to your like 112. I know. Right. And wrinkled is all get out. <laughs> it looks like a leather jacket, <laughs> but I'll be happy as hell. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, so what other, do you have other <clears throat> cannabis side hustles going on? Have you started your own business um, from closer? Awesome. I did. I started my own business, I, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's what we call, I, I call it like cannabis adjacent. I, it's an ancillary business because I, I don't grow my own. Um, I, I'd like to, it's a not touching the plant business, another term they use a lot in this industry. Um, but I have a, I have a podcasting, uh, you know, I have a podcasting consulting and production company where um, I love podcasts. Um, I love what you're doing. I guess this is not really a podcast, but it's like a podcast. Let's just pretend it's a podcast. I love I love audio. I love being on the air. And so I had my own show for Green Entrepreneur that I was doing called the Green Entrepreneur Podcast, which we have to bring you guys on. We have to bring you on. Um, and I, yeah, next, we're doing that. And um, I just, I, as I was doing that, I was talking to a lot of people in the business and they were saying, how do you do that? Kind of like what you're saying. How do you start a website? They were saying, how do you how do you get into podcasting? I'm into podcasting, but I don't know the first thing about it. And I had spent, that's one thing that I had spent a lot of time investing my own time. Cause I not only have, I actually do four podcasts right now. Um, one, another one, which we, you know, we talk about all this, but another one is called right about now. And which is all about writing and about, I talk to interesting, cool writers. Um, but anyway, so I have been doing this podcasting thing and been really going down the rabbit hole of podcasting and, gotten really interested in it and I realized that a lot of people in the cannabis business wanted to know how to get into it so I started offering my services to them and you know in terms of like hey I can help you get set up I can I can do everything for you I can you know I can make it make it so you, every week you have a podcast and you're gonna, magically there it is you know all you have to do is show up and huh. talk on a microphone right? and it turned out that a, that a bunch of people were interested uh, in that. Yeah. And so I started, I started getting clients and, um, started a side business, a side hustle, excuse me, called strike fire. And we, you know, we have about 10 clients now and they're there. I'm, I'm hoping to sign some in our, in the Arizona area as well. But, um, but, uh, you know, they're kind of all over the place that, you know, one is want a brand out of Colorado and, um, Endocana, which is a, another company based here. So there's a bunch of companies and they all, I produce their podcasts and that can be anything from, you know, helping them, um, well, get started, like I said, to figuring out what their show is going to be to, um, you know, uh, figuring out who their guests are going to be and then getting it recorded and edited and all the things that go into a podcast. So that is my side hustle. That is one of them. Um, and I'm always awesome. trying to find more. It's a good one, right? Yeah. I mean, I love doing it anyway. It's Again, it's just, yeah, thank you. Well, what so we still I, need to grow. Uh, yeah, well, and this year what I, I was talking to Silver Sister over here about was the fact that this year I've had more people uh, reach out to me and say, hey, I want to come on air. 
I won't, because mm. people have had so much more time to sit around and look for podcasts. Uh, we've had guest after guest after guest reach out, which for me, it's just been super fun. It's been really awesome. And we've had some really great people uh, come on air. So this is great service you're doing. And now it's an awesome Yeah, you're time. good at it. And you're good at it. You're, you're, you're just a natural. I mean, you've been doing this for a while. So you've been doing it for a while. So, but you're definitely great. And, and I, I can tell you enjoy it. And yeah, it's, uh, so it's, it's fun. And I think, you know, again, I, it kind of goes back to just having a passion about something. You know, I definitely have a passion about weed and about podcasting, audio and doing, producing these shows. I love listening to podcasts. Uh, I love making podcasts. So we have a lot of fun. Well, the, and, um, yeah, and that's what it's about, and fun and education. And I wish I had had somebody like you when I started almost nine years ago with our show, but, because I don't know if you've heard our story. The very first show that we did was on um, TalkShoe. was a different uh, platform. And uh-huh. I was so nervous. I, I didn't know how <laughs> to do the show. And some, someone called in and was actually hosting the show themselves and I was like calling in and trying to host but not so it was really funny we made a really great friend yeah and uh he hosted the show for me the whole hour <laughs> and then I learned <laughs> he from was there. trying to figure out well that's yeah, the best way trial by fire oh oh totally but yeah and I've learned um and it is it's trial by fire and every guest is different and um every show is different and they are they're super fun and this year has sucked for everything else, but my podcasts have been great. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like the one thing that's kept me through this, this 2020 is this podcasting in a, in a way that's been one of the yeah. only benefits of COVID for me is that I, it, it made I me focus. <laughs> and, you know, now I'm home all day doing these. I actually even had to get one of these recording, one of those lights that says recording so that my kids um, mm-hmm. don't, you know, make a rack, everybody's home, you know, make a rack right. outside my office where I've, where I'm set up, my podcast studio is set up. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just home all day recording podcast. Like I said, I've got four different podcasts that I host. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing this a lot. Um, I'm, and, uh, and then, and then the rest of the time I'm doing my day job, which is green entrepreneur. Um, and so anyway, I'm pretty busy wow. these days, but knock on wood, knock on wood. It's nice to be busy. Um, and I feel very fortunate is, in that way. So I'm not, I'm not complaining. Yeah. Oh no, we feel very blessed when people start complaining about having to go to work. I'm like, well, at least you're lucky you have to go somewhere because a lot of people yeah. don't get to go in. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with our outside. new. I, yeah. Nah. Yeah. We won't talk politics because then we'll have to smoke more bongs and then we'll lose the channel. Something will happen. <laughs> Well, yeah, your Arizona politics is your Arizona politics is fascinating to me, but we don't have to talk politics. Oh, it's probably get in trouble. Yeah, it is fascinating. In fact, politics all over this country right now are fascinating. I'm sure other countries are just whooping it up to, talking about us right now. It's, it's yeah, <laughs> probably in the wrong way, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're exactly. laughing exactly. at us, not with us. Yeah. Exactly. I was just going to say, I could see some cartoon figures now coming out all over the place about us. But, you know, hey, it, at least we're free to be the, you know, the goof we are. So, and we can have these podcasts <laughs> live or not. I lo- no, so I, do lo- you- I love my country. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do. I do. I, I, this is one of the most beautiful places, you know, I've ever seen. I've only been out of the country once to Italy, um, mm. and which was freaking amazing. And that's just yep. a story. Love but Italy. Our country, yeah, our country is beautiful. I just, you know, the people that run it are just a little sketchy. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> you can say that again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so, they seem to be a little more progressive these days in on the marijuana side. At least they're catching up to the, the general yeah. population, which, is, which has yeah. always been much more progressive, as you know, than our politicians. So I was very yeah. encouraged about yeah. Arizona, and um, well, I think our I can't even believe catch up. <laughs> yeah, when they, they catch younger, up. They they they're a little delayed. Yeah, they're a little delayed. They're a little stunted. <laughs> they are a little. Well, they're only a little what seventy and eighty years old. So <laughs> yeah, but right to them, they still see the mar the marijuana. Yeah, yeah, they the they mar- uh, yeah. 
he takes the marijuana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Reefer madness is still on there, you know. Yes, exactly. Sure. That's a funny show. <laughs> I should put that on our website just for humor. <laughs> yeah, Reefer Madness uh, is hilarious. I can get endless oh, amounts of entertainment watching Reefer Madness, but it's it's so sad how I guess how influential that film was when it when it came out. Oh, but um, well that that was just a time where people were soaking up anything the authorities or government said to them. That was just you know I mean coming out of like the 1800s into that, and then now this. It's like, <laughs> we need our weed. Everyone needs a bong hit. I'm totally convinced. <laughs> I think the world would be, I really do think the world would be a better place. I mean, why, you know, yeah. Canada is, seems like, now all of a sudden everybody wants to live in Canada. Well, <laughs> is it any surprise, you know, that <laughs> they've got national legalization? They got it going on there. Yeah. yeah. And they pay for your they health. they got a better-looking president. Better. Yeah. Well, they but they don't want us. See, that's the whole problem. Canada doesn't want us. <laughs> they don't. They're just like keep you guys keep you and your problems out of our country. Yeah, we're keep we're the just monkeys like in their cages. Yeah, not many other countries <laughs> do want us. More than ninety days. That's all they can handle of us Americans. They're like, you guys are crazy. Go back. <laughs> Thanks for your money. I know. <laughs> you know get out. <laughs> My friend, a friend that. of mine, just opened. Yeah, a friend of mine just opened a restaurant in Tokyo. Uh, he's American, and uh, he got out of got out of town and moved with his wife, yeah. who's Japanese. And they opened they opened a restaurant in Tokyo. And he said, he's like the he's like I like everything about it except for the Americans that come in. <laughs> like they're so annoying. Oh. Like the the customer oh the customers are great except for the Americans. He's like they're they're noisy and rude. I'm like that's so embarrassing. Anyway, I I wow, love this country. It just sometimes sometimes we don't export each other. We don't export so well. Um, <laughs> but we but I no <laughs> no that's really funny. No, that's that's absolutely the truth though. You know, you travel around the country, and I'm from originally from California, and I went on a road trip once when I was younger, and we told people we were from California until they really started giving us this really weird look. And then we just said we were from Arizona and everything was okay. After that, I was 25. And back then, you know, that's hilarious. People were, Californians were crazy back then. You know I mean? They're crazy now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that's my like state. I'm from I'm New York. From. Yeah, ah. I know. Well, it's funny because I'm from New York originally and I used to tell people that I was from New York and that was back when people used to think New York was really dangerous. Like there was this time, I don't think people think about New York that way as much anymore, but like in the eighties, no. they would be like, yeah. Oh, New York. Oh my God. Are you going to mug me? You know, all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like no, I'm not, that. I'm not Yeah. You're like some yeah. sort of like, yeah. Like we did from the movie warrior. Yeah. Seriously, right? I thought you had like a really bad accent, and you were gonna like take us in the back of your car and take us out to you know somewhere in the woods and off us. Yeah, forget <laughs> about it. Yeah, they, like I'm from like forget about boss. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I know the feeling. I know the feeling. So I would always just yeah, I would tell people I was, I was from Canada. <laughs> Canada's <laughs> the way. When I was traveling, hey. I used to always tell people I was from Canada. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Canada. Canada. That's that's alongside of Canada. You you were claiming to be from like Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No. Yeah, yeah, Vancouver, man. That's a cool place to be from. Vancouver. It is a cool place to be from. So where where's the coolest place your um assignments, <laughs> your Canada's assignments have taken you? Let's think about that. That could be that could Have be you gone a out great. Of- Have yeah. I gone out of the country? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, not to cover cannabis. I mean, I've spent a lot of time out of the country. I actually lived in Japan for a year, um, and um, was in Italy recently. Was in Japan recently. Um, I always try to like investigate what's tr- what's going on cannabis wise in these places, but. Sometimes it's not much. I mean, you're in Italy. I actually had an experience in Japan where I I I I I, I was really feeling like I needed cannabis in Japan and was kind of asking people where do I find it, you know? Because it's like it's hard. I was like in Japan for like t- ten days and I was desperate 
um, for for something. I had actually brought some. <laughs> I was kind of terrified and brought this thing of CBD with me, and then realized after I got through, or actually on the plane, that it was illegal. Even the CBD, just pure CBD, in Japan. In Japan, and you know, I was going through one of those things where it was like uh, that that movie Midnight Express, where you're 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 in the security line. I was like sweating, you know. Oh my God, I'm going to be like in a Japanese prison because I've got this vial of CBD, like this dropper of CBD, um, in my bag. But I mean, the good thing about all the all the products now is they look so professional and everything. It's not like they don't too sketchy anymore, right? Everybody's got these fancy labels. Yeah. So it could have been anything. I don't I don't think anybody. So it was all for naught. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'd love to have some great story of places that I've gone because of cannabis. I mean, it's always the basic, you know, I went to Dallas, Texas, and I went to – a lot of times I just go to these – I mean, I just go to these conventions. I'm sure you've been to um, conventions. Yeah. Um, I think it's really nice that there's so many conventions in the business, and, and the reason, I guess, is because – we're so illegal and marginalized in, in so many different places. And it's so hard to get the word out. It's so hard to meet people in the business um, because it's not yeah. like you can, you know, like social media is so regulated. And, um, and so you I think people just like to have that, you, that you have to they have do. that in-person contact. And so mm-hmm. it, that's actually been a very hard thing with COVID because, because cannabis is such a social um, yeah. uh, plan anyway. And the business is that way too. And it's very much about going to, you know, MJ BizCon in Vegas and then going to um, different conferences. Um, God, I was just, in, I mean, I've been invited to some great ones, but they don't, you know, there was one in Jamaica, there's one in um, Colombia. Um, now every, every um, state has, or every country has these, seems to have these conventions now that you can go to. If I can just get my boss to pay for them. Um, which he won't anymore. Okay, but back in the old days. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, this is my side hustle. Come on. <laughs> Have you been to the Cannabis Cup, the High Times Cannabis Cup? Um, I've been to, yeah, well, I went to the Emerald Cup. Is that a High Times Cup? No, that's a different oh. thing, right? I've been to the Emerald Cup, which is in the Emerald Triangle, well, which is up in Santa Rosa. Oh. Santa, uh, yeah, Rosa. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I have not been to any of High Times. You know, High Times is sort of a, a competitor of ours, although it really isn't um, because they, they're really more uh, not so much about the business of cannabis as they are about what we call the lifestyle of cannabis. Um, but I haven't been to too many High Times Cups. I, the Emerald Cup was fascinating. I loved going to that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. That was very different. Con- <laughs> yeah, the same concept where all these people are, are competing and I love that. I've never seen more ATM machines in my life. I realized that at these cups um, where they sell uh, pot, that it's all cash, right? So they have to have cash. So I was oh. like, why is there an ATM machine every, every 20 feet? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then like I realized, Disneyland. oh, it's, it's a cash business. Yeah. yeah. So that oh, was interesting. Man. But actually, really, the difference between, like, the cup cultures and then like going to the business cultures, it's, it's like night and day. It really is a different universe. Cause like when you go and it's more about the consumers and less about the business, it really is. There is kind of a disconnect there where like the consumers are a totally different type of person than the business people. But I mean, I guess that's probably the same in every, in, in most businesses, but it's very evident when you're going to a cannabis uh, convention, you know, whether it's this oh. is a business convention or this is, this is going to be a yeah a convention for the people who actually consume the, the product. <laughs> I went to one <laughs> cannabis cup, and um, <laughs> I oh, yeah. know now what to. Yeah, it, lots of protein because the only thing they sold there was food <laughs> with weed in it. And at the end of the day, right. I swear to God, the only thing I could find that didn't have weed in it was a bag of Doritos. I'm not kidding. I grabbed that as fast as I could, <laughs> and then went to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm starving. I mean, that's the problem. You can't. I always talk to my friends who, who are in the business and have to test it. It's not like wine where you can sip it out and spit it. Yeah, I, like, you know, once you have a little bit, like it's in your system and then you can't keep on taking it. Uh, I mean, I maybe not. No. I, I don't have as high a tolerance as maybe some other people, but, um, you know, no. like I have I an mean, edible, that's kind of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even one, one bong hit can slay it for several hours. <laughs> 
you can't sip on that. Out. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. sip. So it's kind of like yeah. I have to be very, um, I have to be very discriminating. There was actually I was now remembering I was invited, but I think it got canceled because of COVID. But I was invited to a cup well, to be a judge, and I was excited. It was it was in um, uh, Palm Springs or like that area, you know, the desert of California, um, and it was a cup event and. Uh, it was during, I guess they, they did one during um, Coachella. There's like a sort of um, a cannabis event wow. that happened around Coachella. Um, but it's not really associated with Coachella because Coachella, even though everybody's smoking weed at Coachella, the actual people who organize Coachella don't want to have anything to do with it. So it's like, you know, it's, cannabis is still <laughs> always like evil, the evil, the evil stepchild yeah. that is like, you know, so there was like some other event happening at Coachella, like down the street, that was a cannabis event. Anyway, I was invited to be a judge, which I was very honored, but then I was kind of nervous too, because I was like, well, how, like, if I, how do you, you know, again, it's not like I'm trying different candy bars here. Like if they're, if I'm going to try right. an edible and then like 10 <laughs> minutes later, I need to go and try a, a tincture and it's like, well, you know, so I, or, you know, I'm going to try all these different strains. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> Can I bring like 20 different people well, with me? Can I bring a team? <laughs> yeah. See, and that's what to say. Next time you get invited to be a judge, you'll bring you know your new best friend Bell Star, and uh, I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, I'll help I would you. love it. I need I need a wing person, and you are, you are it. You are just the person for me, and you probably can you know I'm yeah. like one hit and I'm out. You know, there I mean, you it's been really interesting. I, you know, it's sometimes you know you say, have you ever gone? What's the most interesting thing? I mean, sometimes it's like around the corner. I mean, literally, you know five blocks from me there's this cannabis cafe um which is uh, has gone through many names but it's in hollywood here in west hollywood and it, that to me was one of the most fascinating things i've ever seen it's like right up the street to me where it's basically you sit in a restaurant a really nice you know los angeles restaurant that looks like any other restaurant and then serves kind of like you know la type food like super healthy like kale and blah 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 but good and then this waitress comes up with her iPad and says, okay, well, what cannabis do you want to order with your meal? And then takes your order on the iPad. You, you know, it's all pictures and you can you point to it and you say, I want that. And she tells you what cannabis is you can pair with this meal. And they bring out the cannabis. Sometimes they'll bring it out in a bong or however you want to consume it. And um, I thought that was fascinating. I mean, I can't believe I'm like, I'm in America here. Like, this is crazy. Um and so, I mean, that's one of the most interesting places I've ever been. And that was like, I mean, I, it, I didn't have to travel to Amsterdam to have that experience. It was right here in L.A. And I'm sure that'll that'll happen in Arizona now that you guys are recreationally legal uh, or whenever that comes in to play. It sounds like maybe you, you were saying like on 420. They always love to do it on 420. Um, I know. Right. So even, <laughs> even legislators who doesn't believe in it will make a, a 420 bill. <laughs> Yeah, I'm over 420. But anyway, I know 420 is great, right. but I yeah, it's it's just it's almost like cliche at this point. But um, but so so yeah, so uh, you know, I'm sure in Arizona they'll be opening up all sorts, especially Tucson, be opening up all sorts of um, uh, you know, restaurants and and places of to consume that you know that you can't even yeah. imagine. I think I I just interviewed a guy who started a company called Chiba Hut. <laughs> which I think started in Arizona, uh, which was, so, yeah. do you know, do you, which is funny yeah. because that they don't serve cannabis there, but they probably will. He was because, yeah. uh, you know, the whole thing is like, <laughs> it was all about like ordering the munchies lunch or whatever. And it was yeah. all based on cannabis. And it was actually no cannabis. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely, they're they're they are cannabis, uh, yeah, themed very much so. So yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure they'll be popping up all over. That would be a that you know we talk about that all the time. You know, you you, you have these cigar shops, you know, these cigar places where guys just girls go sit around and smoke their cigars and watch TV and hang out. You know, it's coming. That that kind of stuff is coming, and it's great. You know, because yeah, you know, once we get through. The- or past it or around it or somehow we can be friends again in the same room. <laughs> I think a lot of this social aspect of cannabis is going to come out, which is going to be awesome. Uh, it's really going to be great. We used to have a social club when we first started Tumbleweeds, um, and we had people come and they flocked. They, and they still talk about it to this very day. 
um, and they really want us to do it again. And it was just a great place for people to come and meet and learn about cannabis, but be together. And that's what they really loved about it. Couldn't smoke back then or you know, take anything back then. Now it could be a different situation. <laughs> and, you know, it's always a lot more mellow than a bar. You know, people get worried about, oh, my God, they're going to open up a cannabis restaurant. Well, let me tell you something. You never see a lot of fights break out at the cannabis restaurant, you know. Um, <laughs> you know it's not, right? It, if anything, it's like it's just a love fest. Um, yeah, so it's it just it's funny that that stigma is around cannabis, and yet you would, could open a bar, you know, in your neighborhood, and nobody would complain. Um, but, I, you know, it's coming. I think people are starting to change their attitudes about cannabis. It's slow, like we said in the beginning of the show. Um, there was a stick there. The people are way ahead of the politicians on this one. So, you know, most yeah. people know that there's really sure. that the stigma is really a dated, a very dated um, thing. It is. And like you said, you know, I mean, unfortunately, it takes something bad or serious or an illness for someone to get into this business. But more, more, you know, more so nowadays, people are just we get. We sell CBD in our shop. That's something we've done for since we've been able to. Um, and people just come because of their regular aches and pains, arthritis, headaches, you know, IBS, insomnia, anxiety. Um, so it's coming. And soon our government will figure their way out to gather all the money they can from it and let us have our businesses. <laughs> Hopefully they'll exactly. regulate it across the game, you know, so we all have a fair shot at this. Uh, cannabis business, but yeah, the, the side hustles, as you say, I think are going to play a big key in all this, as they do in every business, you know, green rush, and they're basing it off the gold rush, which look, the guys that sold the pots and pans made a lot of money. <laughs> and, and the, uh, right, the, the picks and axes, right? The picks and axes. Yes. I Those think that's the, the way to look at it. And all... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're the unheralded heroes of, of, the, of the gold rush. You know, I think a lot of people try to think, they think, oh, when they're thinking about getting in the business, I mean, that's another bit of advice that I give people is that don't try to think, oh, you know, I'm going to have to learn all about CBD or whatever. You know, take your skill that you already have in this, in the sort of real world and apply it to yeah. cannabis. Because I'm telling you, if you're an accountant or a lawyer or, you know, whatever it is you do, cannabis needs that skill. Um, you, you know, you mentioned websites earlier on. I mean, if you were a person who was good at building websites, oh, yeah. um, there is such a niche for you. I like if you could tap into the yeah. cannabis industry. I mean, all these companies, especially now that need e-commerce um, because yeah. of COVID, Crazy. you know, mm. uh, there's so much money to be made there. I mean, I wish I was a, I wish I was a, I need to have specialties. I wish I was a website expert. But anyway, I just think that's another way to look at it. What skills Everybody do I have? Yeah, <laughs> What exactly. skill do I have and how can I apply? If I want to be in the cannabis business, what can I offer them? Um, and uh, there's just, a, I think that's a, that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way. But you, you have tons of skills. Look at you. Look where you are now. <laughs> I try, but it's, I wish my wife felt the same way, but. Well, you know, we'll all hang out. We'll have some bong hits, and she'll look at you the way I do with gleamy eyes. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited to come to Arizona when I when I can actually leave my 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 house. Um, yeah. Because now it sounds like Tucson, Arizona, is a place where I have strange memories because this is a whole other conversation. But back back in the day, my my parents were in this cult. And the cult, one of the, the cult leader had a house in Arizona. And I remember going to Tucson, Arizona as a child. I guess there's probably a lot of kind of cult type stuff out in that area or was. There, and, uh, there and so I, I know, yeah. And so I remember, uh, I, it's not a bad memory, but I do have that kind of association, which is not a, you know, I'd like to kind of go there as, as not in the cult. <laughs> just kind of check it out because I remember loving now, tomorrow's. You're listening to Weekly Wednesday in the cult session. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could deprogram We're me. We're launching into um, a, but... a new topic. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, well, that's fascinating. Uh, we have a cannabis cult out here, so you can belong to that. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> I want to be in that. I want to be in that cult. That's a much more fun cult to be yeah. in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
we got a swimming pool. See, it's the thing you got to have in the desert. You got to have a pool to be cool. <laughs> so we're Oh, set. my goodness. You sure do. But you said it was cold yeah. there. People don't realize right now it's it cold is. in the desert. Yeah. No, they don't. Well, we're getting, we're having another beautiful sun. 70 day today, but you wake up to 36 and it's hard to go for a run in the morning at that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. So, not complaining. I know. It's December 2nd. It was 70 degrees today. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad for the winter. Yeah. Which just means that summer again is probably going to nail us <laughs> without rain. <laughs> so, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, Jonathan, tell us where everyone can find you. There's so many places. This Green Entrepreneur website, let me just tell you one thing real quick. Um, I have a really good friend that has burning mouth syndrome. And for almost a year, I think now, he has tried everything. And I, you know, I'm always pushing cannabis. And I'm like, okay, I give you four more weeks with your doctor, and then you're coming to see Dr. Bellstar, and you're going to try cannabis. And he laughs. But I found an article on the Green Entrepreneur about burning mouth syndrome. I took it as a sign, sent it over, and so his wife's going to push it on him to try some, some cannabis. Yeah, that, I'm very I excited. Remember. <laughs> That's, I'm so glad you found that story. Yes, I, I, I had never heard of burning mouth syndrome, and I was like, is this burning man syndrome? No, it's burning mouth syndrome. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, mouth. like every, you know, there's so many things that, that cannabis helps with, like these, these things that you find. Um, but, yeah, that so if if you want to find me, I mean, I think that you can certainly email me. I'm at jsmall, S-M-A-L-L, at entrepreneur.com. I still can't spell entrepreneur after all these years, but you can look it up. Um, right. It's one of those weird words. Um, yeah. Um, check out the Green Entrepreneur podcast. Check out my Write About Now podcast. Um, that is a, a, my sort of my passion uh, project as well. It's a, it's a podcast that I do on my own. Um, and I think you'll really enjoy that. I, I have a lot of really interesting folk on that show. Um, everybody from, uh, a psycho, a, a forensic psychiatrist who just analyzed, um, Donald Trump's, um, we won't even get into it, but she was very, very interesting, uh, insights into, into, into the president. And then, uh, but to oh. like people like Ken Follett and Sue Monk Kid and some very, famous best-selling authors, you know, sometimes will somehow agree to be on my show. Um, Have you talked so that's about a Barbara Kingsolver? Who's that? Have you talked to Barbara Kingsolver yet? No, that would be a good one. I used to live in her house. In her, she had a house out here in, in Arizona. I used to live in her house out there. I got to hang out with, with Barbara. Wow, that's a good one. We, we could yeah, talk stories. Sure. Yeah, that's those are those are interesting too. Um, that's you, I, we could we could do another what three hours here I'm sure, but I've got like a minute left on we the show. We didn't even talk about we didn't even talk about <laughs> my work. Like, oh my god! Yeah, I love we it. We didn't even and talk about. I thought you were going to ask me about my. Uh, everybody always asks me about being the guy expert for Glamour magazine, but we can talk about that next next time I come on the show. Cosmo, <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw questions, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot know, of questions. I, yeah. Well, we'll have to have you on my show, too. Okay. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming. Um, it's a pleasure, and we'll just have to continue this conversation. Maybe we'll have to share a couch and a bong hit. We could do a six. There, there are long couches out there. We can sit six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for, for getting me up this morning, and it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, tell your cat not to be too mad at you, and thanks for coming on, and have a great day. <laughs> All right. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Jonathan Small, everybody. What an awesome interview. Best we've had ever, I'd say. I love making new friends and meeting new people on air because it's just really a great thing. If you didn't know, you're listening to We Say Wednesday, everybody, and that is about it for this week's show. Thank you for coming on. Um, we will have you next week. And I uh, don't know that we'll have uh, a guest on next week, but uh, we sure will have a, a good show. Um, so thank you for tuning in, and thank you for coming on air with us. Um, and just thank you all. Remember, to each other out there, and we'll into a business so they don't have to shut down and be nice to each other. That's it. Smoke a lot of weed. Be smart. Be safe.
and educate. Coming, but you still do need the bomb hit. <laughs> Love y'all. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Be good or don't get caught.